tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Yo, bartender. Bar is closed. Hey, yo, bartender, what's good, man? Let me, let me, let me, let me get a drink, man. Let me get a shot. Hey, man, I know you just put up to the bar, but we close. Come on, come on, come on, man. I, 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 you, you, you gotta be able to give me a shot, man. Come on. You look like you need a drink, man. But I hate to tell you this, man. We about to close. So, so you need to tell me all these people out here, they got, they got drinks and they got shots, but I can't get none of the bar closed that soon? Okay, man. I don't know what else to say. I got this shorty half my age at the crib, and I'm trying to get to it. But last call was 10 minutes ago. You know what? It's all right. Don't, you know, don't, even, don't even worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. Tell you what. I'm going to get you one drink. Does it look like you need one drink? One drink? I can, I can do one drink. I can do one drink. Because I, I really, yeah. Yeah. Hey man, anything man, anything man. Look like you got a lot on your mind and you need a friend right now. Pour it on me. Ain't no last calls here. Bar Talk with Jay. Welcome to Bar Talk with Jay. Welcome. One of the things I want to say is brought to you by Disposed LLC. This is what Garbage Company I've been doing for a very long time. One of the things that I tell you is still involved with, still doing great things, got different accounts. We're growing and then also we're learning. Let me tell you something about today's time. How you start a business is not how you're going to finish it. One of the things I can tell you, you got to stay in tune with. So we are revamping a lot of things that we're doing. And one of the things I can tell you is, hey, I'm always pushing for greatness. It takes time. Everything can't be done overnight. And I'm still coming for the big boys. One of the things I can tell you is I had to take a step back. Just like I always want to take a step forward to realize I have to do things a little bit better to give you the best service possible. And that's what I'm doing over here at Disposal, and I'm going to do it near you soon. All right? All right. All so right. just let me up. Now I got to get back to this person been rocking with me for over how many years? Seven. He comes in each and every time, and y'all women ain't paying attention. I keep telling y'all, that smile is not a friend. That way he can turn your life right side up. Brad Manning, how you doing tonight, big baby? Man, I'm doing good, Jay. Doing good, man. Excited about the show. Always, uh, always fired up, you know? You're give him his, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you little plugs and things, and the women ain't catching it. They don't understand what a real smile is. Yeah. But it's okay. Because, again, I can't push you off on anybody, but one of the things I wanted the ladies to know is I'm next to a real great man. Thank you, Jay. One that I promise you that can change the stuff that everybody else be saying about, where's all the good men at, this, that, the other. Sometimes they're just right in front of you, but you just don't pay any attention because he don't look the bad boy way. He he don't dress like he a thug because we ain't. We right. care about what we do. Right. And we got everything to lose. Okay. So don't bring your thuggish ass ways over here. That's all. <laughs> My bad, my bad. I said it. And it's a great way to introduce our show. This is Bar Talk with Jay. My name is Craftmatic. This is my boy Smooth Jay. And we are here to liberate your minds and souls with a fabulous dialogue. Yes. Tonight's topic is why do we settle? Ooh, ouch. I mean, why you have to get so personal? Why do we settle? Okay. We're going to get to the bottom of that subject tonight. And as we do, we hope that you can. Uh, 
become a part of this conversation in your own way. Uh, you should be asking yourself now, why do I settle? Why do I settle for anything? And so we hope that it's a learning opportunity, a growing period, a, a, a something that you'll hear some inspiration tonight that gets you off of your settlement and on to something bigger and better in your life. And of course, uh, we always start the show off with a prayer. And so, Jay, shall I? You know, so want to get it in? I, I won't get it. Okay, take the hat. Okay, it's always gonna get him. Lord, give respect. Yes, Lord, please on this one right here. Understand the prayer that I asked for a long time ago. This understanding, I pray for understanding because I wanted to understand what the Lord had for me. And I like to say one of the reasons why I had to pray to Him is because I didn't want to settle for what the world showed me. It's what He has for me. One of the things I always want to tell you is when you don't know if you're selling or not, turn to him. Understand what he has for you and ask him for understanding to get back on purpose. He has a purpose for you. And if you live within that purpose, you won't be selling for anything. One of the things I always realize is I settled because I didn't know. The only way you would know is when you believe in him and he shows you the way of where you need to be. So if you could turn around and ask him. What is it that he has for you and what he wants for you? I promise you, you won't be settling for the things of this world. This world will show you all kinds of things that look nice and ain't going to be nice and you ain't going to take with you. Now, you never seen a hearse falling behind a dang gone coffin. And a coffin is just meant for a body. But I want more for you. Before you lay down, I want that dash to mean something in your life. And it ain't going to mean nothing without him. So add to your life by praying to a God that has you and always will. Amen. Amen. Now, we got to get back to this other sudden. Because I'm about to have some fun tonight. And the reason we're going to have some fun is because this is a hurtful thing. I've been settling for a lot of things because I didn't know. I didn't know better. I had selfish ways. And I wanted my ways to be what I want. Okay? Now, in that, we're going to back up and understand. When they failed and I wasn't successful in a lot of things, I had to back up and realize. There was a one factor that I had to hold accountable. You know what that was? That was me. I did a lot of things that I chose to do. God gave us choice. And I chose to do things that I felt I wanted. I forgot about all the other things that I needed to factor in. I was selfish. Now, when you move this way, it doesn't mean that you're just reckless or anything else. It just means you're self-centered and you're focused on one thing. And you don't see anything else. With God's help, he can show you how you can achieve a lot of things not looking your way. But what he has for you compared to what you feel like you can do. That changed my whole life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I can only say if somebody go down that path I took. Because the only people I can talk to. And I took that path thinking I knew. And um, I realized it's more to it than that. And the only thing I'm doing is backing up and realize that I had to give it up to him to realize more things that I need to do. And guess what? I became stronger and better at it than what I was when I thought I knew. I thought I knew people. I thought I knew how to manipulate. I thought I was a great person, a uh, good, good manager. And uh, none of that shit made me a leader. All right. What made me become a leader is when I started understanding people and understanding what he had for me. And then leadership comes in when you start seeing things different than a process. It's more than a process to being a leader. All right. Because I got to understand where you at and how I can help achieve you to be where you need to be. Because only he can do that for me. So when he did it for me, I'm able to see others. So now all he did was open my eyes up to all the thoughts that I thought was just for me. And I started seeing things for others. Well, how did that happen? 
You've got to get that to him. That's the glory to him, not just me. So now I have to continue that path. And I'm hoping that other people listen to me and realize y'all have a path too. And when you work, well, not work, but well, it is work. But it is walk within purpose. But work within what he gives you, it makes a better understanding. Mm. And that's why it gets so confusing. Because y'all get y'all work mixed up with y'all path. And I'm just wanting you to understand. When you ask him for understanding, you understand your walk, and then you understand your work. Yeah. And then you'll work with that purpose. So it's like a formula that I had to learn, and it's one that I'm willing to share because everybody don't understand it, and everybody's not working within it. Yeah. I just want you to work within it because it's going to get you back to a happiness that I forgot about. Mm. Yeah. So, so, you know, again, the subject is why do we settle? And in the midst of settling for anything, it means that I'll just go ahead and receive what I have, even though I'm not happy with it. I'll just go ahead and receive what I have, even though I probably could do better. I'll just go ahead and take this nonsense rather than reaching for something bigger or something more, mm -hmm. maybe something easier, something more user friendly. Uh, we all have places in our lives where we settle. Mm -hmm. And I think the, 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 the spirit of settling is sometimes about laziness. Ooh. Right? You're hitting like that? You know, you got to take it for what it is. You know, sometimes we just get comfortable. Yeah. We get comfortable in our zone and we don't want to do the work that it takes to get to a new zone. And comfort will destroy a life sometimes. You know, just being okay with status quo, being okay with mediocrity, being okay with less than what you really can achieve or what you really can have is laziness. Now, you know, one of the qualities could be laziness. Now, sometimes we settle because we don't know better. You know, one of the things you kept saying over and over, Jay, is just, you know, I didn't know better. I didn't know better, you know. I, and didn't do better. Right, and didn't do better. And so here's a scenario where you're working at a job and, you know, they... They just don't treat you right. You know, they just don't give you an opportunity to be promoted. They don't give you an opportunity to get raises. They don't give you an opportunity to be trained. And so, and so you stay there for a while, but here's the thing about settling. At a certain point, you get tired. You get sick and tired. At a certain point, you start to say, this is some bull crap. At a certain point, so so ultimately, here's what happens in the midst of settling is you 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 don't want to move until you get pushed on or mashed on enough. You don't want to change until you deep in the valley and until maybe you don't want to change until you see Preach it. somebody else growing. Preach it. You're like, I know I'm smarter than them. Preach I know it. I'm better than them. I know I should make, be making more money than them. Why do I keep getting passed though? Why am I not getting the opportunity? And 
you know, the, the reality is, is you, you actually won't move. You won't think about moving. You won't seek for more until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm. And that's not the place. That's not the way you want to live life. No, that's, that's not how you should be managing your affairs. You, 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 you only, you only grow when you get mashed on enough. You only grow when you get, you know, when you get, you know, you got to get to a place where you're just absolutely disgusted with your current situation before you make a move. That's not how you deal with things. You deal with things by observing what is and take a real picture of what is happening. And at that moment, you might you might say, well, you know what? I can't move right now, but I see enough to know that I want to move. Now, now, at that moment, I'm not settling. At that moment, I'm actually starting to think about how I can get at, get to something. Exactly. Better. Unsettling. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how I can overcome this situation. But there are many people who are unhappy in their jobs. And they stay there. There are many people who are unhappy in their relationships. Let's, and let's, they stay there. Let's talk about them real quick. And let's talk about why. Because I was there. I was unhappy at a job. Because the supervisor didn't show the respect, and I didn't like how he was operating. Okay, but I stayed there because I got paid decent money. I ain't gonna just say good because I don't need to name that back then because I got, got some years on decent money. But bottom line, it was decent. Yeah, but I will say I didn't like him, but I liked the people I was working with. Okay, and they got to a point they got rid of him. Right, and when they got rid of him, somebody mentioned me taking that position i i was never looking to be a manager or a leader i was looking for a person that was just trying to take care of his family and then i had an opportunity to reach out to something that my other brothers was doing my other brothers was in so now i was faced with a situation that i could be scared and it could stay stagnant where i was because i was good at what i was doing right driving is what i do i drive the heck out of whatever i can and then I learned that. I didn't learn how to manage other people. So now it's like, okay, why would I do something that I, I don't know if I'm good at? But other people was pushing me there because I was a caring person. So I was like, you know something? Talk to upper management and I took it on. Now, one of the things I can tell you is I had great people that was above me that believed in me and they made that transition very easy. It made it so easy because they seen something in me that they didn't see in anyone else. And that right there is something that I can only tell you is God-given because I didn't see it at that time. Right. But when I sat in meetings and they gave me all the time numbers and who did this, and back then, I worked with waste management, and back then, anybody knew me, know that we was hitting everything but the damn lot. Them trucks was hitting everything. And they was coming down on me because I had the biggest division. One of the things I can tell you is I went into the meetings and I sat down with my drivers, and I was just so sick and tired of them putting us down when I knew we was great. Yeah. And I had them meetings and I told them, I'm standing on and we're gonna we're gonna make it better. I start asking what was the problems, what, what was going on, what was it a time issue, what was going on? There's no way in the world we should have this many incidents. We had people that just weren't caring and then there's people that felt like we didn't care. Right. I stopped all that crap. Right. And I stopped it because I did care. I care so much. I went to each and every site. And I wanted to evaluate and I wanted to make a better understanding. And then people started talking and they started saying, you know something, you can't just pull a wool over his eye and he going to come out 
you're going to see. Now, I took that upon myself because I was born to get fired in. I took on something that didn't wasn't going to last in my career a very long time because you can't keep having accidents. That's a cost. And my whole thing is I could have looked at it like, well, it just wasn't my fault, or I can look at it, what can I do? I had to take on another hat. And this is something that I can only tell you is when you are in position, you're going willing to do before they do you. Yeah, and see, and see, that's a scenario, Jay, where you, your, your back gets pushed against the wall. You know what I mean? That was and, and, you know, there are some managers, perhaps, who would come into that environment and maybe they don't have the knowledge. Maybe they don't care enough. You know, that's a major component. And not settling, like caring causes people not to settle. Uh, when people are getting hurt on on, on the job, for example, mm -hmm. that uh, caring means that I'm going to make some changes so that people don't get hurt. I'm going to change the rules. I'm going to change the policy. I'm going to change the time, whatever, so people don't Correct. don't get hurt. But uh, one of the other things I heard you you, you talk about is that. Sometimes settling is not a bad thing. I want you to consider this. Okay, right? yeah. we'll have some fun with that. Sometimes I yeah. settled because it was like you said, less yeah. work. Yeah, it was easier. Yeah, here's what here's what you said. You said, "Hey, I didn't like the manager, but I liked the people around me." Correct. And so he stayed because there was enough value in the environment to stay, hoping that one day that that manager might be, you know moved up, you know, moved different, another manager will come in and take his place. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm going to settle because there is a lot of value in, in where I am. Uh, I don't like everything about where I am, but uh, there's enough value for me to stay here. And right. so I'm going to stay here. And I think that's, that's not really settling. I think that's making a conscious decision to deal with whatever you're dealing with, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it is of my notion when I think about marriages, especially the fact that 50% of marriages are are ending in divorce, All right. that, uh, and I think the other 50% that stay married, half of those people are not happy. Correct. And so the people who are married but not happy, there just might be enough value to stay there, mm -hmm. even though you may not really like your spouse or aspire to be with them anymore. And, you know, there are many of families that have been kept together because of the kids, right? I don't really like, you know, the relationship, but I stay. And I stay because of the kids. I stay because they need me here. You know, the, the need for me to be here is, is greater than my need to leave, right? And Or my reason to leave. And, uh, you know, those can be challenging scenarios. You know? I, I think they're very challenging because again, you got to remember if you are two selfish people coming together to make one, that's why they, they ask the anointing of the Lord. So again, for you to feel like it's going to be happy roses, which is being a false pretense of marriage, this is a damn lie. It's not. It's constantly looking at a person and involving. And that part right there makes it very difficult because sometimes it's really easy to leave and it's harder to stay. It's easy. And, I, and I'll tell you all day long, don't look at it that way. Look at it as if you were investing. Because not just her, you have kids if this is a family. And if not just the ones that you birthed through her, it might be the ones she might already had. You still a father to them. You always want to push past 
what you're going through because these are situations. And these situations can make you lead to yourself or believe in yourself that I can do so much better or if I have to deal with this, you're there. Can you communicate better to make that person understand what that goal is? Do you have a goal? Did y'all create a goal together or you got your own selfish goal? And again, this is where we get a divide because when you don't come together and you do not plan together, you tend to drift apart because one person thinking one way and another person thinking another, and then they say men from Venus, men from Mars. Okay, you can say whatever the hell you want. How are you going to make it work? Because settling should be better than just making it work. I say you got to have a plan to make things work. And a lot of times you excluded God in half the things that you do. And half the time marriages fail because of one reason, one reason only. You got married that understanding of a blood covenant. And a blood covenant back in the day before all the marriages was, is cutting in your hand and two hands together. There's nothing that stopped that effort but death. That's a blood covenant. Just give y'all understanding about marriage. Because if marriage asks you to death to your partner, it's a good blood covenant. So, you can get divorced for whatever reason you want, but understand it's still based off a of blood covenant. That means forever. There is no out, so no cheating, no nothing. So understand that before you enter some things. Because one of the things you can't do is just quit. And a lot of people are going into it with the notion that if it don't work, I quit. Okay? Prenup or not, I already know I can get out of it. But if you had that notion of a blood covenant, no the hell you would. Let's talk about this, Jay. All day. Sometimes you enter an agreement. Sometimes you enter a relationship. Sometimes you, you enter something thinking it's one thing. Could be. I, I agree. And then shortly after you realize it's not what you thought it was. Man, hate it. And that's what's happening in a lot of these marriages. Correct. Because I marry. You know, the, uh, you know, you marry the 20 year old, mm -hmm. young, fired up guru who is confident and, and like to get things done and seem yeah. like they're on fire. Mm -hmm. And then two years later, you realize they're lounging on their laurels and they're telling stories about 10 years ago when they was a kid and they really have no aspirations for the future. And they're not doing anything to take care of today. And the kind of person who don't handle business anymore, Correct. the kind of person who I thought handled business, but they really don't handle business. Right. The kind of person who I thought was fired up about life, but they're negative all the time. I hear you. The kind of person who I thought wanted the position and who was going to do a great job, but now that they got the money, they're, they're traveling all the time, but they're putting in no work in this position to make it better. They're putting in no work in this position to get the job done. Right. Um, sometimes mm -hmm. when we get to a place where we're uncomfortable with the people who you know, or this contract or this effort that we're engaged in, and it's not what we thought it was, you can do one or two things. You can settle, right? Or you can not settle. And if you decide to settle, in a lot of cases, that kind of laziness settling, that kind of I'm not willing to make a new decision settling hurts your life. No, I, I, I would, it steals I totally, your potential. I, I totally agree, but I'm gonna give you back to again looking at things differently. Giving up is an option, and understanding a covenant is going to be a, a greater option. My whole thing is when you take this and you say this is what it's going to be, it takes you to take more chances to figure it out. A lot of time we get comfortable quitting. And, comfortable and, and, quitting, and again, okay. comfortable quitting means you already got out, okay? And you're comfortably quitting. I'm going to go back to my job. 
I was willing to endure a person that was not fair to me and was saying things to me that made me want to not be there. Okay? And I had to endure that because I seen past his ass. Because I seen the organization in a, in a great place that's going to get me to where I want to be. So I semi-subtle because of the person that was in front of me. Semi because like he is not going to be the end of me. He didn't make me. But I'm going to have to go through him. Right. All right. Because I can't change the process. I to deal with him. So now that I deal with him, I'm going to deal with him, but he ain't my friend. Right. But I'm going to deal with him. Right. And I'm going to continue living my life. Right. And then when a decision was made where I can be in that position, now I have to honor how I feel and what I want to be. Right. And I remember what he did. So I knew what I didn't want to do. Right. So now I got an opportunity to do things in a different position. But am I going to be the best person at it? I took on a covenant. That I said I'm gonna be a better person than what I knew I was because of what the hell he was. And then I took that on. No different than marriage. When I got into marriage, I didn't know. I'll be the first to tell y'all. My marriage did not go well, but a lot of that responsibility falls back on me. I did not have that blood covenant thought process. I thought, well, if it didn't work out, I'd find somebody else. You don't give up on which your ass guaranteed to stay in. I got cocky, me, I'm just talking about me. I'm not talking about anybody else. I got cocky and I forgot about the person that was supposed to ride with me. And that's where I had to grow the fuck up, okay? Now that's my mistake. I can't say about everybody else's because that's not what we're gonna do today. Because everybody's situation gonna be different. But mine is I didn't go into a mentality of never quitting and always giving my best. It didn't work out. Well, I was doing great things over here. Why you can't just follow me? Just do me. I'm the man. I'm the man. But also, I was disrespected. I caused my own demise. And that's me. As a man standing in front of you, not telling you the bullshit that everybody else would do. I'm going to tell you. Sometimes you got to reevaluate yourself. Because if I'd have looked at it in the right way, I'd have made better decisions. I did not. I ain't saying so, no one So else. let me ask you this. You, you, you. If you'd have looked at it the right way, you'd have made better decisions. Would you have made the decision to get into that relationship in the beginning? I would have told you, yes. I would have made that decision to get into it because she showed me that she was there for me. Okay. So, yes. And so at a certain point, um, you started to feel like I got I'm losing something by being here. Got in my feelings and I felt like I, I could just do better. You could do better. I could do better. You know, you you could do better as with somebody else. Oh, with somebody else. With yeah. somebody else. Yeah. I felt that I could do better with somebody else because a lot of things was moving in a positive direction, and I forgot about the person that had me. The reason I forgot about the person that had me is because again, I was just looking at all the stuff that was moving, and this person wasn't exactly moving with me. But I forgot about this person had me. When you don't have everything, and you forget about it, and you think about where you're going, that's where you fail. Okay. Because a lot of times we miss the little things for the bigger things. I was looking for bigger and I forgot about what was there for me before I even had it. And that right there can get you to a demise state. I would have backtracked and realized that person had me. All that stuff in front of me was still with her. And I still should have thought I should have been with her. I got to a point where at halftime she wasn't there in the meetings. She wasn't there with me when I was shooting in the gym. She wasn't with me when I was struggling through every damn thing. So why in the world would I sit here and have to deal with something I don't have to? That is the cocky side of me that came out. And it was not what she needed. 
I was the protector. I was the provider. I did all that. And then I was willing to walk away from a situation that I could have better helped control. That's when you grow the hell up. I didn't grow up at that time. I had to realize because a lot of times you don't always see it. But the ones that get it right stay in tune with. I lost communication because I didn't want the communication. I, we could have did better and I didn't care to do better. It, 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 you push away. And that's why you push away from greatness and understand subtly because I settled for less because I could have pushed for greatness. We both could have been great. Yeah. We had to separate for us both to do good. Yeah. You know, that's you know what's interesting uh, in this conversation is that when you are in a relationship with somebody, you bring both both parties. You bring good and bad. Mm -hmm. And so you, you bring good stuff to the table and... And the other person is, is it brings good stuff, and and you bring bad, and they bring bad. Mm -hmm. But you, I don't know if we would consider. I don't know if it's really settling when I see your bad side, but I stick around. You know, I I, I think it's that I value your good side. I think so too. More than I'm just settling for your bad side. You I, know? I I I totally agree with you because again, it's not settling. When you see the greatness in a person, right? Yeah, and you know because when you see a badge, you already know that's not a, a common. Right. You got to start making a list. Yeah. And, and, and everybody has it. You have too. Yeah. But yeah. when you know that person brings a lot of goodness, a lot of great things, then you can't let the the world form against. Remember, it's you and her uh, battling yeah. against a lot of people. So when you know that person always got you, and then all of a sudden you start allowing doubt. It destroys your credibility of momentum because it's y'all too, and y'all are rolling this. And I allow other things to start getting into a factor where we didn't roll evenly. I felt like I was rolling greater, right. but it was always an even roll. And when I say even, it was never a balance. It wasn't no 50 50, none of that crap. It was just about me and her. Me and her. I let her know See, about all the things I was doing and, and the things she was growing with. I'm inspiring her. She inspired me. And then it got to a point where I started leaving her out a lot of things. Okay. And why did you leave her out? I left her out because I started saying things other than I was doing that I think she could handle or wanted to be with. Because I was being influenced by other people. And I'm talking about a female from, from the other side. Okay. And she's giving me influences and things I can do. So I'm like, oh yeah, she ain't going to hear all that crap. So now I'm starting to move against a regular flow. It was me and her. Now, all of a sudden, I'm listening to other people. I'm starting to do things in a way that I already knew went against the family. How in the world I'm going against the family? That's what I stand for. Well, see, and at that moment, she was settling. Now, at that moment, she settled with a person that did not just settle with her. So she stood in the trenches. I and made many bad decisions to stand in the trenches. Right, because I gave her me. For the, for the family, right. for the household, for the kids, and for you the, and, and for I was her man, yeah, a, a man that she recognized, yeah. And so it took me to lose to realize. My whole thing is, in this conversation I'm having, I'm bringing out a, a thing that I'm not proud of, and it's not saying I'm the only one. It is not to bring light to to make it seem like I no, I'm I'm human, and I made mistakes. I don't care for y'all to make the same mistakes. I don't mind my kids hearing it. My sons, my daughters, listen, it happens. It don't happen to happen to you. It, I, this is not something that got to be transcended down. 
This is something that can be stopped right now when I stand as a man yeah. and so, realize I made mistakes. Don't settle. Stay real to and understand what you with. And then you will not have this horror that I have that I have to live with. But I promise you, even though I live with, I don't live miserable. I can only say I live to a point where I will try to educate and bring light to a mistake that I clearly say I made. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's there's um, all kinds of scenarios in life where we just have to sit tight. You know, you know, there's a part of life that that has a lot of discomfort to it, and you just can't, like Jay said, you can't become a serial quitter. You know, you got to weigh options. You, you got to be like a serial killer. Though. Yeah, you gonna be a serial quitter. Yeah, just be quitting everything just because you don't like it or just because it ain't fun, right? And I would imagine, you know, we, we, we had a show recently where we talked about Deion Sanders. We did. And I would imagine that Deion Sanders probably worked for some people who were great coaches. And he did not like their program. He did not like the way that they operated. He did not like the way perhaps he was being treated. But he knew that if he stayed there, he would be operating under greatness. He right. knew that if he stayed there, he was on his way to a championship in a ring. He right. knew th that he didn't like the offensive line, right. you know, right. and they didn't get along and they didn't hang out. But you know what? Even though he didn't like them, he knew on game day they were doing their job. Right. You see? And so there, there, there are things that are going to happen in your life that are are undesirable that you don't really feel good about but it's important for you to weigh the value of your current stance because if it's more valuable for you to stay there then you need to stay there do not quit your job unless you got another job do not get rid of income because you can't stand it right decide that you don't want to be there sweep the gravy up but go find the other opportunity perhaps this position that you're in it's killing you it's stressing you out. It's taking away your potential. It's smothering who you are. Well, you know, you recognize what's going on, but don't be hasty about your decisions. Find a way to replace what you have. Don't just walk away from something that and put yourself in a bad position because you couldn't have that mentality to stay in the middle of the game, even though it was a little painful. A lot of the games that we have to play in life are a little painful are a little undesirable but if you know you got a good woman mm. but she ain't you got a good woman mm. but you really want her to be a little more free you need to just find a way to deal with the fact that you need some more freakiness because she's not going to give it to you and so now you say for the sake of my family and for the sake of my household right, right, i gotta right. let that stuff go because it's more valuable for me to not put that pressure on her and okay. stay in this home and stay in this family and keep grinding here okay. sometimes we'll have some selfish desires that'll make us feel like we're settling but it's not the case i gotta have some fun here and i'm gonna tell you i love what you just bring up and this is something i will hope y'all would in tune with if you see something and you want to do something, you never talk about where you see her. Take her on the trip and expose her to some things you've already done. She's going to ask you when you get in front of her. 
show is still about her. The biggest problem of the day is you always want to do some things, but just understand whatever someone else do, you got to find a way to do it for yours better than what you might have seen. And it stays with you. Yeah, because it is back yeah. to you. And I promise you, she going to be more enthused about what you bring compared to what you see. See, a lot of time it's already clear. Oh, Carrie, I, who, who who showed you this? This that this that's a woman's notion. Okay, my whole thing as a man, when you show her the confidence in what you do, she gonna see the new you, you with her. And that's what I said. That's what's gonna build it a little stronger compared to someone else. Because my no, my number one thing is my, my biggest regret is just feeling that it would have been so much better on the other side because. I seen the grass green when I didn't understand fertilizing and taking care of the grass. But I always knew how to do that. So guess what? Grass green on the other side, that's because they seen what I was doing. So yeah, everybody wanted what I had. That's nothing new. Because see, I didn't know how to do some things. So I already knew if you came and got mine, you wouldn't be able to keep. And it wasn't about giving her the lavish gifts. I gave her the understanding. Okay? I gave her the things that motivated her that you couldn't give. All you doing is looking at the outside. The aesthetics, the cuteness, the, the the things we bought, that's material. I gave her a soul. I added to that. Soul ties deep to understand what it is. You want what another man already possessed. You the fool. My foolishness was to risk what I already knew. I don't want that to happen to you. Yeah. So please listen to this show and please understand it is not to grovel over, cry over it for me to folks. It is for me to be a man and realize my kids listen. And I care for them to make better decisions too. Yeah. But if you don't yeah. understand the mistake that daddy made, your ass will be a curse and you will do the same. This, con this conversation is about decision making. True. I think this, this conversation of uh, why do we settle, it really comes down to how well we are at making decisions and carrying out those decisions right you know sometimes people make good decisions but they're not good at carrying them out Ooh. right Ooh. and so this is a decision making conversation here um i would imagine that if that Dion sanders wife it's just a hypothetical example here i'm using Dion as kind of in the game but mm -hmm. he's cocky yes he is he's not just cocky in front of the camera he probably can't get home. And his wife had to realize that he got a lot of mouth. And he going to pop off at the mouth. But he's a great breadwinner. Mm -hmm. He's a family man. Mm -hmm. He follows through on what he said he going to mm -hmm. do. Maybe I just need to settle with dealing with his mouth. No, I would agree. Right? Settling with the mouth, but understand the greatness in the man. Understand the greatness in the man. Settling with where you are, but understanding the value of the position that you're in. By staying there, by staying there and keeping your mouth shut, by staying there and dealing with what you have to deal with. Mm. I can tell you that throughout the history of America, I cannot tell you there's probably been millions of black folk who have been in positions that they knew they were hated. They positions that they they they, they just never thought they were going to ever get to the next level. But Same. every time they stood in the gap, they were helping the future of America. They were helping the future of black history. And, you know, um, you know, I, I think about the, the, the scenario of Rosa Parks. And we're all we all know that scenario, right? Um, but there was a lady 
many years before Rosa Parks, a black lady who decided that she wasn't going to get up. She was just tired of sitting in the back of the bus. Excuse me for not being able to recall her name. She was just tired of sitting in the back of the bus. And she said, you know what? I'm not going to sit in the back of the bus no more. And she made the decision and she sat there until she was arrested. She got arrested. She went down in history as the first woman to have resistance in the, in the game of in the game of life. We'll just say politics. You know what I'm saying? Bullshit. Yeah, politics and bullshit. So uh, I'm just asking you folks to take a good look at what you're unhappy with, and ask yourself the question: Is is this really the best scenario for me? Even though I don't like it, even though it's hard. Even though it's challenging, the best scenario is to sit still. Mm. Now, not sit still forever, but sit still for a certain time. Sit still until I can get this, this new certification. Sit still until I get my next rate. Sit still so I can maintain my health insurance for the kids. Sit still so I can prepare myself for the next rate. Sit still so I can build my own business at home for the next six months. Mm. Sit still mm. so that, because there's gravy in sitting still. And what I'm asking you to do is to, to make a conscious decision to find the gravy. Find the value of sitting still in an uncomfortable situation. And when you do, you will be making the best decision for your family. Now, I will tell you all this, well, you, you hit so many homes, and I'm, I'm gonna let this go with this. Because of the fact that I know what I did, I'm more patient with other people when I should have been more patient with her. Yeah. And that, I'm gonna say, I became a better person off of a loss. Please understand, I don't want y'all to lose. Okay? So if y'all ever get with a great person and they got you, don't lose them to be a great person to others just because of a loss. I'm asking to be a great person, period. Yeah. Because then you don't have to lose anything. Yeah. Your arrogance and your ego can destroy your ass. And it did, me, Jay. And I, I, I recall a scenario, and I won't get too much detail. I recall a scenario today. My greatest regret today was not settling where I was. And if I had settled where I was, it would have changed so much about my future. It would have strengthened my future so much. But my head got swole and I got the ego and all that other stuff. And uh, I vowed to never do that again. And uh, it's too bad we have to suffer the great loss in order to know what to do for our future. So uh, I hope this conversation has been valuable to you folks. Uh, it's all about making good decisions and we hope you make the best decision for Come you and your life and your family. This has been Bar Talk with Jay. My name is Kraft Maddox. This is my boy, Smooth Jay. And we want to thank you folks for being here with us tonight. We are here every Thursday from 7 to 8, Facebook Live. And please come back, like, share, subscribe. Go and check out all of our shows. We're Man. on every major platform. 437. 437 shows on all these different platforms. A lot of good, rich stuff for you to listen to. And uh, never forget that we do this because we love you. We appreciate you. And with that, we, we are, are out. Ain't no last calls here. Bar Talk with Jay.